Hello and welcome to the Lost Art Podcast. I'm Paul and I'm here with Gar. That will be me. I am here. It's me. He is. I can see him in front of me. Sometimes he's not actually here. He's just there. I've been making videos on my house without you and it's real weird. Yeah, but you, you delivered it quite well. Did you print a picture of me and put it behind the camera? There's a picture of you tattooed on my leg. Oh, I'm naked okay. from the waist down and I got my right toy. Yeah. I got a picture of your face. Because I get real awkward when I see any of my mates making a video where they're talking to the camera. I can't normally look at it for more than five seconds because it's too awkward. Mm. Look, looking through the notes or just mad awkward. See, I do yours, ha- yours, yours wasn't awkward. I did have little notes and I couldn't have them at a weird angle underneath oh, the camera. Yeah, yeah. So I can, when I hold the record up, yeah. I can kind of get a little glimpse. Glamp- a little glimpse. Not think, a glimpse. I don't a think glamps. I'll be able to do videos on my own. I'm not going to lie to you. I think I'll be too worried about it. Yeah, it doesn't really bother me. I made another one today. Good. But there's a little bit of background noise in it, so I might redo it again tomorrow. Cool. Um, what are we doing? Today we are doing Listener Submissions Volume 2. So we went through and picked another eight songs uh, at random from the playlist. Lord in heaven. Lord in uh, heaven. People are testing us now. Yeah, but remember I said last time people will start putting mm. their own songs on it? Happened twice tonight. Yep. I don't mind that. I don't mind. People should actually do that. If you actually give a shit... Let's be brutally honest. Or you have thin skin. Yeah. Thick skin. No, God, thick skin. Yeah, you want to have the thickest of skins. But then again, this is the thing, right? I need to say this. I know that we said last time, these aren't reviews, even though we actually, I think you might have written it in the thing, the yeah. word review. It's easy to say that. We are not. Uh, no, no, no. We're no. not. Uh, we're not critics. We're not critics. We're at not. All, uh, at all. We're not. What's the word? You're also going to get probably zero promotion out of this. You might get a couple of Jesus, people. Jesus, all your pages have more likes than our page has. Yeah. So, like, not really. So, and, and also, people like, <laughs> some people were putting the word Irish in capitals as in nudge, nudge, you should be fucking a bit more patriotic or something yeah. like that. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not really into that shit. No, neither is Gar. I'm not really into Ireland. Yeah, it's Grant. It's, it's fine. fine. But I'm we're just here. We're, we're too small of a podcast to be fucking trying to push stuff that True. isn't us. Yep. <laughs> so I'm not going to lie to you. But there is two words. We are top 10 in Switzerland at the moment. Are we? Switzerland. Switzerland. And Japan and Canada. That's mad. Isn't it? I did a really kind of obscure uh, Facebook promotion with those uh, some of those countries in it. I have the last Facebook promotion I done, I put in all sorts of mad shit just to see what would happen. We should do a Swiss, Japan, Canada special. Uh, Yeah. Uh, You can, people from these countries who want to pay for us to come over and do live podcasts, we can do that. I'd love to go to Switzerland. You can, is that the place you can get the gold out of the bank? It is. Yeah, possibly. Yes, I'll be into that. Uh, I, I will, first of all, I would need a bank account in Switzerland with some money in it. Yeah, but once, you set, once you set one of them up, the criminal assets bureau will be like, hey. I don't know. They're Europe. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, no, but you know, there's Europe. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, there's like and the, yeah, balls yeah, deep you. Europe, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no, like, they're very European. Okay, kind of super Europe. I think that's where lots of uh, treaties are made. Is it? I don't know. I don't, I don't, know. Know. I don't fucking read out about books. Brexit, well, I do, uh, Brexit for life, son. I do like the idea of Switzerland that looks gorgeous. Japan, obviously love to go there. Canada, eh, considering everyone I know has gone there and lives yeah. there because Ireland is shy. I am afraid of going to Japan because I don't know what I'd eat. So what would you eat? Massively, the exact That's same, exact same fear. Only thing I'm worried about. Exact same fear. Only thing I'm Even worried though about. it's probably a vegetarian's paradise. I doubt it. I don't know what I think they, it is. They'd be eating live squid and all. Yeah, but seen like, they're also really tofu Yeah, no, but that fucking, like, my tits are big enough. That's a massive problem for me. Yeah. Just needing nothing but tofu Good for your jip. Gets rid of jip. I like, half your chances of getting women pregnant. Tofu. So does looking like me. And having tits. We might be alright. We might, we might survive a trip to Japan if we went. <laughs> we, Let's do this. We put, the, we put the thing on and we ran them. Our first... Uh, the first thing I threw up was the first one that was ever added. So yeah. that kind of works out it well. Made it. Uh, posted in by Dylan. It's uh, X-Gone. Give it to you by DMX. I mean, it's uh, an outrageously uh, great uh, song. N- 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 it's super. The intro is nice and 
it's it's oh, yeah, skip easy. It. Oh, yeah, skip it, yeah. Oh, no, no, I love the intro. Yeah, I, I love the intro. So but when I'm DJ, so when it finally I breaks, no, I play the whole thing. Do you? So when it finally breaks, now I, that's just for me. Other people are going. I don't know what this is until the brass yeah. section kicks in because it stops as well. And yeah, yeah. This uh, X gonna give it to you spawned probably about forty other DMX songs that sounded exactly exactly like, like that. Yeah. Before this, he did not sound like this. This isn't even off an album. This is off soundtrack for Cradle to the Grave. Cradle to the Grave, yeah. The movie he was in with Jet Li. You would think that that was a sequel because they use a two in it. Yeah. They, but that's they, before just, that's before people started really hammering the they were just doing phones, that phones for ooh. Exactly. They were doing this, uh, the Red Man thing. We're just spelling it wrong to make yep. it street. Yeah. Um, um, well, I, I liked that film when it came out. It's grand. I probably have seen it. <laughs> probably. Um, what I learned today is that uh, DMX, I'm, I'm full of gargle, so I'm... Full Are of you corpse, good? Yeah, yeah. Um, I get some angriness out of you. Oh yeah, I feel angry all day. Actually, I sucked the anger out of a couple of people. Not literally, but uh, I gave a lot, of, a lot of grief to a couple of people earlier, and Did I just you? stole. I was like a crack vampire, and I sucked all the crack out of them. And they sat there while I just fucking took it. So I've stored up now my crack reservoirs inside me. That has to go somewhere, girl. That's going down this microphone <laughs> into cunt's ears is where it's going. Um, so I learned today that DMX's name is taken from the Oberheim DMX drum machine. Wow, because his name is uh, his name is Earl Simmons. Yeah, sounds like he's in uh, Run he, DMC. Run DMC MX. <laughs> that this lad had a terrible life, terrible, terrible life. It's no excuse. It, it, it is what, whatever. You know the way he's mad at the dogs. He does all that. Row, 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 all this type yeah. of shit. Like his first, his first conviction, <laughs> his first conviction at the age of like fifteen was that he stole a junkyard dog. <laughs> I thought you were going to say dog fight. So I was going to go. Oh, we well, did do that later. Yeah. See, Danny doesn't love dogs. Uh, well, he didn't get done for dog fights per se. He was done. For he was animal. fighting dogs himself. Yeah, it was just him. That's fair. Versus fifteen dogs. Um, no, he had fifteen pit bulls in uh, less than ideal um, surroundings. Apparently, and animal cruelty got to him. Now, I'm not going to defend DMX because he sounds like a fucking scumbag. He's, all, he's an arsehole. Yeah, but he's also one of these holy joes. He's a uh, an yeah, ordained. That's even worse. Yeah, that's he's a, even worse. Yeah, he's an ordained deacon, and he's trying to become uh, whatever next up from that is in American religion. That fits in well with his staunch homophobia. Oh, he's he's mad not into gays. Oh God, like like I hate when like when I kind of I listen to DMX. Never really mm. listen to the lyrics because he's so angry and so fast. Well, there's a couple of those lyrics you can't miss. But the one in uh, Where the Hood at? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, I know. Yeah, ruins the whole song. It ruins. It's, it's, it doesn't. It's, that song's it's, amazing. It's, it's savage so second best second best happiness. homophobic transphobic but that's because he's a scumbag gotta, yeah, well a, listen like I said he was he was a crack addict he's an ordained deacon um, he was raised Jehovah's Witness but now he's like a Jesus. Christian yeah didn't see that coming to be yeah perfect, raised Jehovah's Witness and he was hit by a car apparently when he was very very young and his mother his father fucked off left him and his uh, father left him his mother wouldn't let him go to hospital or um, what was it? Yeah, he wasn't allowed to go to the hospital, and they were not allowed. Can't to afford the hospital, Earl. No, I think it was just whatever the religion is. They're not allowed to get help, like Amish people. <laughs> so, so fucking it was weird. stupid. It's all I religion. Know. All of it's just fucking stupid. But uh, his mother, because of her religion, wasn't allowed to sue the driver who hit him. So that fucked up his entire childhood. Where um, oh, that's, he, can you imagine? Can you imagine the driver's lawyer? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Jehovah's Witness. Are you, Jeho- are you Jehovah's Witness? Let's just go. Yeah, yeah. We'll wrap this up at a two hour, exactly, two yeah. hour maximum, exactly. man. Yeah, we'll round it up to two hours. Big time. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, they weren't allowed to claim. Uh, that meant that there was no kind of quick start for him as a child. He just lived rough. He ran away from home a bajillion times. He'd been arrested like 
Honestly, must be 60 times he's been arrested in his life. Loads of it is to deal with. It's all making sense why Dylan put this in. Exactly. (laughs) However, this is real fucked up. He's been arrested like 20, 25 times for not paying alimony on his children. Do you know how many children DMX has? Has he got as many children as he does pitbulls? 15. 15 kids. On the button. 15 children. All different mothers all over the place. And loads of them are like fucking... I've been doing this for 15 years. Yeah, I've been doing this for 15 kids. <laughs> so fucking... He's, he clearly hasn't been doing it for one of the kids, for, let alone 15 any of them. them. Any of them. He's been doing for drink driving, cocaine, weed. Uh, but his biggest one by far is not paying... Uh, he's, he's declared bankruptcy from not being able to pay his Listen, kids. I like DMX as a character, but unfortunately he's a real human being. And he's but in a movie, it would be great. If he was in a movie and I couldn't like distance myself from it, and, yeah. and he was also the rapper because he's, he's so good. He's, he's ridiculous. He's, he's very, very good. When he's good. Like, flesh on my flesh, blood on my blood, bananas. Um, yeah, this uh, this song was kind of big when it came out on... Um, it kind of got a big resurgence off Deadpool. It was in Deadpool. Uh, the first right. one, and it got a little, they kind of hinted at the second one. They never got into the balls of it. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking DMX going to give it to you. Right, what's next? It's brilliant. Um, it's a band called Risky Business from Ireland, I believe. And the yeah. song is called Unfinished Business. I presume that's okay. a comeback song. Right. Or a reformation song. Yes. Okay, so they, here we go. This band is from Scaries. Apparently, from Scaries. Uh, I read a daily, a daily Mirror article about them. So they formed in the 80s. And they uh, they didn't necessarily break up. just kind of went on hiatus. I'm assuming if they formed the 80s, That's everybody's hiatus. probably in their 50s, late 40s. Well, they're looking now. good for that then. I don't know what they look like. I, um, I don't care. Uh, this song is very songy. It's grand. They actually, believe it or not, they have a cover of Footloose. I saw that. A million a hits. A million hits, right? So I was just thinking that. They were the only people I know from Dublin that will have made any money off Spotify outside of U2. Maybe. <laughs> a million plus hits uh, doing Footloose. And the next song, which is this one, the next biggest song, Unfinished Business, has about a thousand. No, the next one is Troll. About the internet trolls. Fuck up, is it? Yeah, I checked it. It sounds like it's has about... Has about a thousand as well. It sounds it? like it's about either Katie Hopkins or possibly me. For real? Yeah. You got an email about that this week? Didn't you? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but well, yeah, I am apparently a lot of people's first... Uh, the, the for, your, their first experience? Their first experience with a troll. trolling, yeah. But mine's different. No, yours is smart trolling. It's yeah, not well, yeah, it's not... Yeah. I'm not just going... Yeah. Yours is sarcasm at such a high level... That it's, pe- it's hurts. It, it basically <laughs> gets round down. It gets rounded down by idiots into trolling. This is what <laughs> anyway. I, I've maintained this for a long time. <laughs> We're gonna move on. Uh, this song, uh, you know what I'll say about it, it's produced very well. It sounds really good. Mm. Um, the, the voices go well together. Yeah, they do. The the there was my Spotify was kind of acting the bollocks, and it started kind of corrupting the audio. It was, it was cli- not clipping, but it was it was stuttering. And I thought it might have been the song, and I kept going back and listening. Are to you it. sure it's this song you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, I have it written down here. And it was a weird kind of stammer at like three minutes twenty because it's a long enough song. It's like four and a half, five minutes long. Um, There's about it, eight of them in the band or something, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I have it written that down makes here. sense for uh, sharing a taxi back to Scaries. <laughs> yeah, expensive yeah. as fuck. Um, uh, something else I read weird is that their manager. I don't know whether he's still that manager. Maybe their previous manager wrote wrote a book called uh, Dublin's Nazi Number One. Who's that? I don't know. Give me more info That's on all, that. That's literally all I know. That. That's what I wrote down. It says, manager wrote a book called Dublin's Nazi Number One. Maybe he was such a good manager, he got called a fascist all the time. You know I don't thing? know. I don't know whether it's... I assume it's fiction. I don't know anything about it. Um, uh, what I will say with the song, this is the most 
the most amount of choruses I've probably ever heard in any song. Different ones are no the same. Repeated. It hits the same chorus, yeah, maybe eight times. That's not a bad thing for a radio single, though. No, if you want to get that drilled into people's heads, this it's supremely Irish. It has that it, sound. It can't, sorry, it can't have as many as that Dalek song that you picked. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, he just hits that every. That's every four bar. Like, it's good, but it's, it's good for a, a, a single. If you want to get that into people's heads, our live. Of course, it is. This you know, is if you're singing a live for the first time, by the end of it, if people 100%. are singing the chorus, even if it's the first time you ever played it. Yeah, that's cool. I, I will. I will admit that fucking having a soft spot for Irish bands to a degree. Yeah. I'm not necessarily into the country and what we do here, but I will always have it's a fine. soft spot. It's a fine country. I it's, don't really have a huge frame of reference. So if yeah. I don't really go anywhere. Um, I will nations. say about this though if you were to compare this band to let's say Fleetwood Mac which in a few ways they probably do um, <laughs> they probably do <laughs> it seems like a much better uh, healthy reunion than Fleetwood Mac ever had yes There's, yeah, so Very that's much. all I'll say about but that but this sounds like when they took their little hiatus the gang had a couple of songs in the pot and they went in the, there's a fucking I tell you what the recording of this as you said recording is very good really good there's some lovely layers uh, th- you know if you're around since then you know all the people of course. you know who you're going right. to but it, it sounds like something recorded in the late 80s it has that everything has this kind of step layering nothing's mashed together yeah. so when everything does hit everything has its own space in the mix if you get me um, there's, there's that little thing where it sounds like this just face melter of a solo about to start and it just oh it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't do it yeah and it's yeah. gone uh, so that's but, risky business so, I uh, thought you were going to give a chick because it's Irish no dear risky business next time do a face melter solo yeah do that and uh, we'll, we'll do another song with so you. that was uploaded by uh, risky business yeah it was yeah. <laughs> onto our third song yes by Mark Almond's butler McAlmond McAlmond's butler <laughs> Mark Almond's butler, butler. Mark, imagine Mark Almond's butler the, the sex dwarf the sex dwarf <laughs> <laughs> Mark McCammond and Butler. <coughs> McCammond and Butler. Bernard, yeah. Bernard Butler from Suede and yeah. uh, David McCammond from he was uh, in, in Suede up until Dog Man Star, yeah? It's not a great time to jump out, is it? That's like as big as it gets. <laughs> Hang on, let's record like one of the best kind of pop out, indie jump, albums. You just jumped out just before it as well. And, but then he started another band with Breath from Suede afterwards. Did a couple he? of years later, yeah? So it must have been the. I think he just wasn't into it. Yeah. Something. Something yeah. happened. Well, this couldn't sound any more different to uh, Suede. It's completely different. I, I never got into this band when they first came in because here's the thing. I never liked Suede. I do now. I like that weird a pig song that makes me fucking, makes, makes me horny. I just, at the time, I couldn't get into Brannison's voice. It just yeah, it's pretty different. Head. It wrecked my head. I thought he was pansy. Turns out, I think he was just from London. Yeah, he's one of them little haircut London yeah. lads, isn't he? At the time when I was young and listened to this, I was like, I hate this. But that's why I never bothered with McCam and Butler. So mm. when I heard 1995, I thought this was later than that. 95. I'm going to be brutally honest with you. Brutally honest. I never even heard of McCallum and the Butler. Did you know? I oh, know I did. It was huge at the time. It was all because like, I used to read Q and Enemy. Yeah, ne- we never bought and it. And the reviews were very, very good for this album at the time. I, I remember being it. huge. Yeah, nineteen ninety-five. This song reminds me of a mix between Carly Simon's "You're So Vain" and Martina and the Vandellas. Yeah, uh, nowhere to run. When I first listened to it today, I listened to it twice. The first half of it, I thought this is garbage. And uh, when like, it breaks, though. But it gets into this groove. Yeah, it changes. It's like yeah. the change in the middle. It's like, oh. And it hits. And then when you go back to listen to the start of it, you're like, the start of it's all right, isn't Yeah, it? yeah, exactly. Once yeah. you have the reference of where they're exactly, going, yeah. the beginning yeah. makes yeah. sense. Because it's a long enough. It's, 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 it's like six and a half. Six, yeah. 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 You're thinking, oh, lads, don't be doing this for six minutes now. No, yeah, but the exactly. second half of it, and it's so big. The song it's is huge. Yeah. The, the, the brass section and all. It sounds like they, it, it cost a fucking bomb to make this. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know what, what the I don't really know what the rest of the album is. Is it is, is a, 
intricate as this. The album, the best of McGowan and the Polar. <laughs> yeah, it's the sound of. The I think there's only two. There's only two albums. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah nineteen ninety-five. Uh, this is their big single. Um, to be so, honest with you, it stands up with like the Supremes and Gladys Knight and the Pips. If you uh, as a single, by the end, of if those. you yeah, if you were to stick that on a on a on a soundtrack with them, it would yeah because he does sound quite effeminate. That's not a bad I thing. I thought it was a girl. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, apparently he's got like a three octave range or something. Like he's got, got a big, massive range. Yeah. I, that's why I thought I thought it was a girl. Jesus, like he, 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 is he doing all the backing vocals as well? Because loads of mad stuff happening in the background. Mm-hmm. I presume he's doing that as well because he can. Yeah, he started a band. Wait, would you hire uh, backing singles for the for the uh, studio if you could yeah, do them you as could well? Do it, yeah, yeah, yeah no. Ray Charles the shit out of it, like. Um, yeah, listen to it, and at the start, I thought because it's a rough trade um, album, and I thought this this is proof that rough because I always thought rough trade one of those impeccable labels. Uh, in that in that at that age, anyway, I thought maybe rough trade like it's hard to piss on any of the stuff they put out. But I thought when I heard it, I was like, fuck this, the beginning and the end, the rough trade. That's why they kind of disappeared for a while. And yeah. then by the end, of it was like, fucking someone, someone in rough trade has good ears, lad. They they twigged it. They didn't they didn't buy this because of suede. They bought this because it's good. Yeah. You know? And uh, like I said, I, I never heard of them, honestly. Maybe, it's, a ballsy, maybe, it's a ballsy move because you can't really uh, plug it to your to the Thieves fans or no. you can't plug it to suede fans. No. Well, you can. But English you, soul not music? As, but not as, not, you know what I mean? They'd have to change. Yeah. English what song music, what the yeah. actual fuck, like, yeah. you know? And I know it's been attempted before, and it's obviously sounds like pub rock to me. Yeah. But this actually sounds like. Like, song by music. the end of it, you're like, that is real good. Yeah, bananas. I'm glad that Kim, or Matt put it in. I don't know who it was. Matt put it in. We did Kim's song last right. time. Uh, Matt put it in. And uh, yeah, I'm glad he did, because I wouldn't have really given McCammon the Butler mm. too much of a go, because of, like, if it, if it took me this long to get into Suede, then yeah. Yeah. Right, what's next? Next is that. Other side of uh, the Kings of Nothing. Kings the, of Nothing. The other side of hope. This is yeah. not your bag at all, is it? Not this song. The, well, I, I like his voice, though. That's so good. It's a great voice. It's like a Tom Waitsy kind of yeah. fucking. All right. So I have some cool stories. I was on the same record label as these guys. As <gasps> uh, actually officially still am, um, even though they don't exist. But you're not so, allowed to Hawaii, so huh? You can't tour Hawaii. Your no, master, that, your was, still that, was, that was Geffen. This is a... Uh... Now we have to put the last podcast out before this to make, <laughs> for that to make any sense. Um, <laughs> these guys, by the end, run a, a record label called Sailor's Grave Record, uh, record um, which is what one of my bands were on in the States. So, I don't think this is the greatest example of their work. No. This is fine. It's not super. They have so many better songs than this. This is not terrible. This is just... This would be almost one of their kind of... <sighs> ballady right. kind of this is like a whiskey drinking kind of song it does sound very whiskey yeah infused. so the Kings of Nothing <laughs> were an eight piece band and they kind of mixed 50s R&B big band punk and whatever the fuck they could get their hands on uh, so the singer was a guy called Thor Skoog and I think I assume he was Norwegian or Swedish of some description could be like Rocky Erickson He's, I, I'm he's, not sure. He's not actually, but he's maybe just, what his parents were. I, yeah, I, I, exactly. It's hard to get information on Thor, to be honest with you. Now, <clears throat> the story is quite tragic. So, Thor, Thor is dead. Thor had a hard, That's hard life. DMX hard? Harder. <gasps> Harder. Um, Thor was like a fucking drug addict, alcoholic. And what he used to do is he would have massive periods of homelessness. So if they had a tour coming up, they would have to go and try and find tour. So they wouldn't go looking at his friends' houses. They'd go looking down lanes and alleyways where he'd be sleeping rough. So they'd go and find tour, grab him, 
bring them back to the house, try and clean them out for a week or two before they got in a plane and went. But not before that. Yeah, they just leave them. To be honest with you, that was, was, if was eight people. If we could have done a night a week with them. Mm. And then one. To be honest, with you, I don't think he wanted any any fucking help. Yeah. Um, well, but listen, they, they listen. Would, this is just me. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. They'd pull him out of the cardboard box. Absolute nightmare. Yeah. I, I I don't know what he was like personally. Uh, we were supposed to do gigs with him years ago, and it never never really worked out. But uh, they were banned from playing Europe after they they done. I think one one or two European tours. The first one was a bit rough. The second one they got banned essentially from Europe, where they burnt down a venue I think in Italy. Um, they were banned from hundreds of venues in the states. For setting fire to them. Uh, basically, what they used to do is part of their rider was they had to have real pianos. So, like, th- this is very, very much kind of piano and brass driven music. It's n- there's guitars in it, but it's not guitar bookie. Mm, mm. Uh, this is very much that fifties R and B big band sound. So they had to have full pianos. There couldn't be a keyboard. Had to be a full piano. So the venue would have to rent in a piano for them. And part of the gig was they throw lighter fluid on it and set it on fire for the last song. And if they timed it wrong. It wouldn't be the light fluid going up. It would be the fucking piano would go up. And it's hard to play with a piano once they start catching flames. So they burnt down a venue in Italy. Therefore, I think all their, uh, their their visas and stuff were revoked and they weren't able to do stuff. Jesus. But again, you're dealing with a load of absolute retrobates. It wasn't just her. Uh, like a load of the lads in this band were rough as a badger's arse. Rough as the north end of a southwards pointing badger is what they would have been. <laughs> so... um the band themselves I got into while Thor was well alive well alive like for a second album because it was so different there's nothing like this this is Tom Waits on fucking steroids and speed uh, very very different there's sounds nothing like, like a it. mid 2000s poster kind of yeah kind it's of. like speed on speed, <laughs> yeah, speed it's like speed, speed on the matrix yeah <laughs> so Thor uh, unfortunately a singer he went missing and did he go missing though missing missing oh missing missing yeah he went proper disappeared and I think within maybe a week of them looking for him they found his truck parked at a shop and when the the door was open and they found a letter inside of course you know where the story ends so his body was found at the bottom of a gulch he jumped himself yeah he jumped off a bridge Jesus not not in the water not the land oh. he was found at the bottom of a fucking like, field he jumped off a giant motorway overpass he parked up at a at a uh, some little shop walked a mile or two down the road and jumped off a bridge oh. into the ground that and sucks. that was the end of the fucking tour so they have a, their last album was called uh, I think Bad Habits Die Hard or Old Habits Die Hard and it's fucking incredible he's presumably on all the tracks he is on all yeah, the tracks right. he recorded before the, their last two albums were recorded in tandem and what happened was they released the second last album and then he kind of went missing and uh, nobody knew what was going on and then the album that was recorded in tandem with that one which is the Old Habits Die Hard that one which turned out to be the last album that was released not posthumously it was released not far before not long before he died but it was kind of this forgotten album almost where they'd recorded enough material for loads of albums and the band decided, you know what, this is actually good enough. Let's do it. And it's better than the more for it. It's fucking super. Uh, it's an album called Fight Songs for Fuck Ups. It's very, very good. And that last one, All Habits Die Hard. They're the ones I'd recommend. If, if this song in, elicits any sort of response in your brain, uh, go on to Spotify and look up Kings of Nothing. They have some bananas good stuff. Thanks for the, that recommendation, Martin. Yeah, that's uh, from Astro. Good old Astro, Martin. Wait, what's next? <sighs> Sabaton. Oh. <laughs> Sabaton. 40 to 1. Here's the thing, I always thought Sabaton were German. 
Me too. Until until I until three really, hours ago. Until I was looking at yep. the lyrics or yep. listening to the lyrics, going, "Hang on, yeah, they can't be German if they're singing these lyrics about the Polish army giving up to the Third yep. Reich yep. or whatever." And they still shouldn't be because they're Swedish. Yeah, Swedish. Swedish fucking power metal band. This is this is basically this week's Diggy Diggy Hole. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the song is about. I, Digging a hole. Here's the thing about Sabaton. I think it's easier to just watch a World War One or Two documentary without putting yourself through listening to Sabaton. But that's just me. Yeah, this is just music for fucking like super metalers who don't like Vikings, really. Yeah, if they have if they had enough of Vikings, they this can music go only works with Vikings. I don't care. Well, you think think about it, right? There's like there's people who have like the you've got the diggy diggy help Windrows. They've got their dwarves covered. Mortal Hammer. Or whatever you've got Ailstorm. They've got the the pirates, pirates covered. Yeah. You've got uh, that glory hammer have the space yeah, yeah. marines or whatever yeah, yeah. covered. These presumably have just world war. Just humans there's, there's covered. No, just, no, yeah, it's just baddies. actual They have war. the baddies covered. Yeah. yeah no, I, they're not the baddies, are they? I don't know this thing about the baddies. The goodies. Now, this is the first Sabaton song I've actually struggled through, like fully. I've listened to loads of Sabaton, but I always turned it off. Did you get to the bit with the choir? It was really good. Yes. Deadly. That's the only bit. It's so good. And yeah, now yeah, suddenly yeah. your man starts singing again. Like, oh, oh, shut up, you, you fucking half fat cunt. Because he's fucking wearing, <laughs> fat. He is, that skinny fat cunt. He's fucking. You can't be wearing battle armor and have fucking weight hanging off you. You have to be hench. You have to be hench as fuck. Skinny fat. He is skinny. He's mad looking, the prick. <laughs> he's mad looking. Like. Listen, Sabaton are fucking huge. They're they are so massive. big. I'll tell you what, I went to see them for uh, half an hour across the road when they played in Vicar Street. Did they bring one, the, one of their tanks. They got a new tank. tank. Apparently, yeah. they got a new tank. Yeah. The stage is savage. Oh, the, the setup was incredible. What, yeah. like, that's better than the music. You know what I mean? If 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 Sabaton were in charge of the stage layouts, they'd be killing. Yeah, but it, at the same I mean? time, if they chew one of those eighty storyfone planes across the stage, that'd be better than the yeah, music. Yeah, fan in the front. That'd be better than the music for me. Savagery. They don't like tearing into Sabaton because there's a huge crowd for them. They like them, and they do. Like if someone stuck them on, I reckon I could make it through with two or three songs before I go. No, but here's the problem. It's not the worst. Here's the problem. All their songs are the exact same. Of course, right now that's not just Sabaton. That is all power metal. All power metal songs are the exact same. What they do is they have a string section that plays behind the guitars that just creates this weird sound that doesn't yeah. sound like a string section or a guitar. But it makes everything sound super fucking epic. Like yeah. the Balrog is changing. And they have you. to have it on point with the with the rip with the sta- riff stabs. Exactly. Right. Now in theory, I should love that. Yeah, but not when it's just that's forty minutes of that exactly. for an album yeah. forever. So this is the issue with all fucking power metal is that they all follow the exact yeah. same formula. And when you go and see them live, you do get hit with that instantly. They're all but they don't have a string section; they just have some prick with a keyboard. Of course they do. But they're taking it from like they're all taking it really from Iron Maiden in a way. I think with the sta- with ter- in terms of the stage show and, and the epicness. Of like are are both power metal? Um, they have a degree of it. I mean that's Warhammer 40k based metal. Yeah, but they're this good. is World War Two. Boltrower are deadly though. I'm not mad in the Boltrower. Well, like I say, they're deadly. I can listen to them way more than I can yeah, listen yeah. to Yeah, yeah, I'd listen to them more than And they have, a few, they have a few actually solid albums as opposed true, to true. just big songs. Anyway, let's move on because this is a fucking, like... <sighs> People love Sabaton, don't get me wrong. You might like them. Cool. Yeah, you actually hitting a bit I have a note about about that kind of operatic middle eight, that whole full orchestra I like that bit. It's super. Really good. It's super. I know there's a big difference between operatic and, like, classical, but... Yeah, Let's go with it. Orchestral and classical. <laughs> Number six is Steve Monite, or is it Monite? Money. I would say Monite. This is this is sent in by Rory. The song is Only You from 1984. Love it. Absolutely love Savagery. this song. Um, I have a little kind of weird love for Nigerian 70s, 80s funk because it's so... You know the way 
there's been sort of countries like Cambodia that did surf rock a little bit later mm. than surf rock and they did their, but they put their own kind of spin on it I find the same with Nigerian funk because I listened to uh, William Onibior and he's fucking fantastic absolutely there's another one that David Bourne would have found mm. like sort of hidden albums from but this was this at the time I think I don't think I don't know how big it was but I know that as soon as Frank Ocean covered it yeah it got huge but this Again. to me sounds like proto Les Rhythms Digital is. it has that kind of they call it Afro Boogie and it's it has this the instrumentation in it is mental there's loads going on because it's synthesized stuff yes. with, synthesized stuff with real yeah. instruments and I love that but like the way they use all of it they don't they don't find a big hook and stick to it like loads of different instru- instru- loads of different different instruments Jesus Christ loads of different instruments how's that drink working out for you loads of different instruments are doing different things to create the main riff yeah that's what makes it in- interesting same with Sledgehammer yeah yeah. Do you ever try and just cover the term on one single instrument? No. No? No. Did you hear this, uh, the, the porno mid-late in this? Where he couldn't go too porno? <laughs> he couldn't go too porno. <laughs> it's him just shouting fucking take it, right? Take it, take it, take it. But like hidden in the mix is board going, oh yeah, yeah, oh God, yeah. But it's real low. It's real low. I said to her, you don't know what you can do. Take it, take it. Ah, ah. And it goes on for fucking the full eight bars. It's fucking in there. The whole middle eight is him hiding the fact he's meant to be just smashing some board. <laughs> it's fucking mental. But it's kind of a nice song because it's called Only You. So clearly monogamous. Only You can take it. Steve Monogamous. <laughs> Steve Monogamous. This has to have been sampled by like Grandmaster Flash or something. Has to be. It has that real... I didn't find anything like that oh, I couldn't it. find anything. I found it was covered by Tame Impala. Yeah. And fuck them. Yeah, I'm not a big fuck, Tame Impala. They're fine. No one is. Uh, th- you know what? They like, can't. It's garbage. Well, it's, it's not bad. It's just no- it is. nothingness. It is. It's like a sparrow spark. It's an ad. It's like a sparrow it's an spark. Ad. It's, it's in ca- the air. It's there. It's just ads for like Samsung televisions. Oh, they're absolute festival yeah, armband music. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. wristband music. Full on. Yeah. Who's playing now? Tame Impala Grand. Oh, yeah. Be fine. Absolutely. Yeah, I just listen to me phone ringing instead. Yeah, it's whatever. the same fucking whatever. But this, to Vo- me... Vodafone Festival. Yeah, big time. <laughs> Free festivals in Cork. This sounds like... like like this has that real 80s New York fucking hip hop flavour to it like it could be cut to bits yeah because I, I thought it would have been earlier when I checked out it was 84 I, th- 84. I thought it was a lot earlier than that it would be earlier than that as well because yeah. uh, I know to go back to William Onibior which I'm probably pronouncing mad wrong but well, I can't do anything about that doesn't matter that, that, he, he did all his albums himself and that would have been late 70s mm. so there's still a good gap of six years here before this came out and, I ha- uh, yeah I have to say this is smashing I'm, I'm happy yeah. that this is a thing Appreciate like this, like that, Rory. What, what I what I wrote down here sounds like post disco, is what it sounds like. There's definitely elements of that disco kind of boogie there, yeah. But it's got enough of this. Uh, it's the other thing: if someone from Nigeria is doing something around that, you're gonna have a flavor of Nigerian absolutely. in there. It's not gonna go full disco. No, it's, not, no, no, no. it's, it's never gonna be copying. No. At probably, this, yeah, this stage, Italy would have been doing all sorts of fucking yeah. mad. So it, they have their own flavors to it yeah. as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Right, what's next? Next is Atoms by Tilted Sun from Oi. this from this year. This is really good. I liked it a lot, yeah. Yeah. This, uh, Trio from Cork. I, when it first came on, I was like, who are this kind of... It's kind of got this dream poppy kind of sound. Yeah. And um, and it's gr- it grooves. Yeah. A nice groove to it. There's a lovely little hook there, a little bass hook. And um, This is from their EP, Viral. Viral, is it? Produced at home. Yeah, in their gaff. Yeah. They recorded this at home in their shed or something. Probably, probably, probably gaff. Shed, maybe. I don't know. I think it says uh, Shed Studio. It sounds infinitely better than I've ever made in my bedroom. Better believe it. My stuff sounds Sounds better than this, and we're not even at home. Yeah. Um, (laughs) This is is, uh, a three-piece band from Cork. Uh, To me, it sounds like the beta band. Um, To me, it sounds like 
early charlatans. Early charlatans. And it actually sounds specifically like a charlatan song called Opportunity from 1990. Mm. The album, uh, Some Friendly, if you play them back to back, it sounds like, no, I don't think uh, under any circumstances, no, absolutely not. Yeah. No, absolutely. That's not the kind of sounds like I'm talking about. The f- whole feel of that's where they slide of in, this like. song Adams sounds really like Opportunity by uh, Charlatans. That's when I was listening to going, this reminds me of something, but not in a lift, definitely not in a lift kind of way. This, the vocals are really nice, actually. This is my favorite song on this playlist. Really? Yeah. Even over Steve Money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Steve Money. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming it's Manite. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever it is. Um, this is know, my favorite. Nobody, uh, nobody can even correct us on the internet because they'll be uh, <laughs> yeah. speaking f- unless you spell it phonetically. Unless you us. are actually Steve Monita Monite. Yeah, you uh, still get in contact. Um, this, yeah, this is my favorite song. Tilted Sun's a great name for a band. It is a very good name. Um, this, yeah, it sounds like the beta bands, and it sounds a bit like some pixie stuff. And yeah, strangely enough, this sounds like uh, this is a weird one. The presidents of the United States before they were that kind of rock and roll band, we talked about this in the podcast before, they they had the, all these kind of weird little four-track demos that they recorded in the house, and they do, it doesn't sound anything like the President's United States. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so different, I can't even describe it. But a lot of the stuff sounds a bit like this. It just sounds like it was made with guitars and a little drum machine. You yeah. know what I mean? It's got well, the same like, real it slow... Have, it does have the... I mean, this is fucking always going to sound like an almost criticism. You know when a jam session turns into a song? That's not an, That's yep. not no. a bad thing. No, no, if no. You can, if you can turn... Like, there's been songs I've written in jam sessions that I couldn't turn into a song. Yeah. I wish I could have, but I just never... This sounds like it was condensed properly and made into a song, but yeah. it's because it grooves along nicely. There's a lovely little breakdown around the two and a half minute mark. Mm. So. This works very well. Like I said, yeah. this is my favourite thing I on like this playlist. Um, I'm, I'm very happy I got to hear it. And it's this is actually a group that if somebody asked me, if somebody said to me, recommend a couple of fucking acts from Ireland, they've made the list now yeah. for, for me. That was very good. And I'm going to go digging at the rest of the stuff they have on Spotify. Maybe there's two EPs from this year. <laughs> That's incredible. Very, very good. Um, Tilt the Sun, thank you for putting that up to us. It might not have been them. Probably was. It could be in someone else. <laughs> yeah, I would assume whenever you hear it's an Irish band. Because we know I, how promotion works in Ireland. Yeah. You've got to do it yourself. Of course, you take every avenue. Right, what's yeah. last? Constant Craving by KD Lang. That was put in by Johnny, who was on our podcast. He was. For the video games episode. He was. Uh, 1992 Canadian yeah. pop country, country androgynous uh, before it was cool. superstar. Before, before it was cool, yeah. Way before it was cool. I was... Give, I never... Give, I hated give, this. Give it to me. I give hated this me. song when I was a kid. Oh, you had no opinions on this. I think I was... Oh, here's Michelle, my age now. 10 or 11 when I came out. And I was like... Well, she wearing like uh, suits and all. Now, she caught me by the balls because the next single she was wearing like all like girly clothes, slagging the fact that she was mm. called out by you know because she she probably would have had like a country following as well because a lot of it is country music as well like country and pop. This could be the this only. is the more cabaret kind of yeah. album though, and this album was I think it's for what's it called uh, Ingenuity. It has a name. Ingenuity. It's, yeah. it's, it's it's probably Canadian French maybe. Uh, this album, Jesus Grammys, like well the song was it won the Grammy for best female but the album was huge it's so brave well if you think about it in the fucking 92 it definitely you was better believe it's brave chap. That's, but, but, but I remember when I was a young fella right this was one of these mammy songs well. absolutely right so yeah. when your like, mammy was actually young yeah, so exactly, it's yeah. not, it's not a dig exactly your <laughs> Ellen's in the house doing whatever when our mouths were orange. yeah exactly <gasps> sicking her upon Holy us shit. for not affording our own houses anyway yeah because so, they weren't fucking 80 quid <laughs> exactly yeah 
my, I remember my album humming the song and singing the yeah. song when it was on the radio. I actually grew to really like this song. It's grand. I really like it. It's, it's in the same vein as it put like Sleeping Satellite. Same mm. playlist. I put them on the same playlist. It's that kind of really nice ninth, early 90s <coughs> sort of a clever, extremely well-written pop ballad. Exactly. Uh, fun little fact, the Rolling Stones used a very, very similar melody in a song in 1997 called Anybody Seen My Baby and did they go after her like they did the, they, no, the Ver- they, or did, did they, she go after them they like, lifted her and apparently by did their she own, go after them like they went after the I Verve? don't know whether she went after them or whether they copped it but uh, they gave her uh, writing credits on the song well to be fair to them like what's good for the goose is good for the yeah. gander they did give it to her fair yeah. enough apparently they said to her listen our fuck up yeah we stumbled upon it um, that like to be honest with you in the 90s that was huge the mm. fact that she's a massive I think like Roy Orbison fan about that as well so maybe it's like the, 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 I was, young, looks I like was young and that's that's what I was trying to get I was young and stupid going, oh, so why is she wearing suits and all that doesn't make sense to me in my brain when I'm only 11 did Moths not wear suits in the 90s they did didn't they I'm, was I wore, was 11 and stupid yeah, I'm talking about wore, when I was being stupid everybody wore them suits that were like four times too big for them do you remember yeah. them big boxy them big now David I think they suits. look fucking cool no I wouldn't wear that shit no, now they'd wear them folded up to that fucking yeah. calf. But uh, she isn't like a massive activist, and uh, I, I do genuinely really like this song. Now it's weird; it's one of those songs from the early eighties or nineties that t- I turned back around and went, "I'm not gonna stop. I'm just gonna stop and, and go." Actually, was it like, "Oh, hang on, like Terence Chant Derby"? Yeah, I'd really like yeah. it. I'll be honest with you. See the, see the verse and all that. That, that kind of fuck off. The chorus is killer. So give me that chorus. Hit me with it. I actually prefer the other bit of it. Really? Yeah, yeah it's a bit like meandering the, for me. The dictation and the way she, uh, the melody of the of the uh, the verses are yeah, far the, better. There's a little me. bridge into the chorus. It's beautiful. Yeah, that's that's, beautiful. that's the well, best apparently bit. Apparently, that's that's the bit that the sounds kicked off. That, yeah, that, that, that they lifted. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when it, that that bridge and then into the chorus is fucking fantastic. Anyway, that's uh, that's listener that's submission two. We'll do another one of them possibly next week. Yeah. Um, as in again, it's random because they they keep coming in and. Yeah, uh, listen, if you haven't submitted to this playlist, do it. Go yeah. and do it now. Uh, the links are all over the Facebook page. and, and uh, They're there. If you go onto the profile, the, the Lost Art profile, which is not called Lost Art because fuck Spotify. It's like a fucking phone number. You're not allowed, you you're not, change that? No, you don't have a name. I've been in contact. You're not allowed to change the name anymore. Oh, I've got my name. Risky Business have their name. Cause yeah. they, so, so they were they in put... early. When you get in early. Now, what you can do is you can tie it into your Facebook, but that would just connect to Garrett. It would say Garrett instead That's of That's right, yeah. Off and as well as that, you probably have to be, would you have to be friends with you then? I have no idea. I don't know. No I can connect it to my Spotify, but I'm keeping it completely separate. Um, it, it just makes more sense. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, listener submission two. We'll be back for our listener submission three in a week or two. Um, Thanks until, for putting them in, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. Keep, if you haven't done it, again, you get one. One only. Don't be yeah. a prick. Um, <laughs> do, do one. If you haven't done it, please throw it on. It keeps us, keeps us kind of kicking over. Please do um, yeah as with all podcasts we're on Patreon patreon.com forward slash lost art podcast uh, it's fiver fiver every month it helps a lot it does we used to get some lads to make those cool videos yeah exactly <laughs> we started making videos and we're having fun making them and we want yeah. to keep making them but we yeah. need more equipment and yeah. hosting costs fortune like this is how it'll break down <coughs> if I see some Patreon money coming I can go you know what I won't take that DJ shift in that place and I'll stay at home and do some cool content so exactly. literally we'll make a direct difference to my life for real we can keep we can pump out loads of content mm. it won't be just a podcast every and we're week. okay we're, bits. we're okay we're, we're doing grant we're, we're on the up we're not going backwards we're going forward right until next time thank you very much right